Welcome to the Rhonda Conger Show. It's a thing. You have to know that I'm so glad you're here. Grab a pen and paper. I'm here to fill your tank. Let's go. Hello, better humans. Here is the deal. I'm on Oprah part three. I could just keep sharing and sharing and sharing. So just a quick reminder, uh, we were very blessed to hang out with Oprah in March, right before the kind of craziness hit. And what a blessing it was because she shared so much goodness and so many amazing people. And I am here to share it with all of you today. This round is truly just a few of my favorite kind of sayings, things that she said that just really resonated with me. So I'm going to kind of flow through them. They kind of blend. They kind of don't. I don't really care. I just love them and wanted to share them all with you. So buckle up, buttercup, and let's go. So Oprah part three. I love this statement. No activism without self-activism. So think about that. You go first. You have to start the party. You have to decide what you're going to take action on, what you're going to be active about. So there's no movement in your life. There's no changes. There's no additions of any real impact or goodness without self activism. So think about that. You have to decide. You have to go get it. I thought that was a very powerful statement because I think sometimes we're waiting for all these things to happen to us and our life to get good and to get this and to go. Mm -mm. You got to go get it. You got to ask for it. You got to be on the hunt for it. So no activism without self activism. Remember that. That's good news, by the way. That means you get to decide. You get to dictate what's in your life, what it's going to look like. Imagine the goodness in that. That, to me, is the best news. How about this one? I thought this one was actually really funny, maybe because I relate a little bit with it. Uh, <laughs> she said this, I'm here to stop the cycle from my genetics, from my family. <laughs> Oh, and I know. And maybe you have amazing genetics and maybe you have amazing family. Well, God bless you. And I do say this. I am trying to get the best genetics out of my family. I want to keep the ones that are really, really good. And I want to leave the others behind. But sometimes I just love the way she said that. I'm here to stop the cycle from my genetics and my family. Because you kind of have to stop and say... Is it good genetics? Is my family good? Is that the look I'm going for? Is that how I want to live my life? Is that how much prosperity I'm looking for? Is that the career? Is that maybe the schooling level? Because you think about it, we spend so much time with our families, and of course, whatever our genetics are, that sometimes that determines your life because you that's kind of like your guidebook or your plan and you stay in that lane and you don't realize that you get to decide that you have to decide what your life's going to look like it doesn't matter how much schooling your parents had it doesn't matter how much money your parents made it doesn't matter what career that they did or your family or what's around you the only reason it decides is because you choose that right? You choose to go in that path. So I really took this as you have to decide. You have to either stop the cycle if it's not the goal or the route that you're looking for. You have to take the good and then you have to remember self-activate and make your own 
path. I thought that was really, really smart and no disrespect to our genetics, no disrespect to our family, but at times if it's not serving you and in line with the life that you want, then be sure that you stop it and you choose a new route because I'll tell you right now, I definitely chose a new route. (laughs) I really like it. Thanks for asking. How about this one? Being open to new ways. You know, uh, you know, we're right in the middle of COVID and, and all of this. And, you know, I, I firmly believe that COVID is making all of us uncomfortable because we're having to do things differently and in new ways. I don't think all of that is bad, by the way. Not by any shake. And, and you're going to see I'm going to kind of go into this next line and it fits right in line with what we're saying about this COVID and new ways. But I want you to be open to new ways because in order for you to grow and to have more and different in your life, you have to do it new and different, right? Because that's what growth looks like. So kind of be thinking of that, being open to new ways. And maybe right now as you're going through everything, you know, and, and you have to do things differently, Instead of being pissed off about it or angry or I don't want to do that, I don't like that because this is how I've always done it, you look at it and say, you know what, maybe maybe this is better. Maybe this new way, you know, I'm not completely uh, opposed to everyone washing their hands. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> All the time and more. You know what I'm talking about, the people that come out of the bathroom and they haven't washed their hands and you're like, for the love of God. So of think about this. There's some really good things going on. So instead of being angry that something's changed, taken away for you, I want you to be open to new ways. And then she asked this question, and I love this. When in crisis... When you're in the middle of a crisis, you need to stop and you need to say, what is it here to teach me? What is it here to teach me? I think that's the biggest thing. If we actually realize that that life is one big lesson and lessons are always being served up to you in all areas of your life. And if you just took a step back and said, what is it here to teach me? Wow, what a difference, right? Instead of being angry or upset, you know, people just like to be comfy and they don't want their routines to change and they want everything to stay the same. And that's not what life is about. So I love that. What is it here to teach me? And then how about this? Our lives will be greater if you let love be what you do. Our lives will be greater if you let love be what you do do. You know, I I was talking to my uh, team leaders uh, two mornings ago, or maybe yesterday morning, hard to tell. And uh, (laughs) who knows? Let's be honest. Uh, And I, I said to them, could we just give out patience and love in your text messages, in your phone calls, in your emails, in your social media, CC, that one's for you. Thank you. Is that, think about this. Could you smile when you start typing instead of scowling and angry and yelling? And and could we let go of the shouty caps? And could we actually like flower up our emails and tell someone thank you and you love them and how appreciative you are? Is that All of our lives get better when you do it with love. And instead of, you know, anxiety, anger, fear, meanness, all those other things when you're typing a text or an email or a phone call, imagine if you just switched it, right? You just switched it and you said, no, 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 I'm going to do this with love, right? That is the game changer. She also said this, and man, I'm saying preach it. That's what I'm saying right here. Just preach it. She said, gratitude is my religion. 
gratitude is my religion. See, when you keep gratitude first place, it means that you are loving everything. You're saying thank you and you're giving love out and you're praising it. And then everything gets bigger and better. And then your mindset stays in that lane of love and praise and giving. Because in my opinion, gratitude comes down to those three things, loving, giving, and praising. That's all you're doing. So if gratitude is truly your religion, then your life is about giving and loving, right? And praising. People ask me, you know, I've heard you say before uh, that you pray all day. Absolutely all day long. And I would say it's a mixture between praying and gratitude because I'm trying to focus on giving and loving and praising because that's what I want back in my life. How about you? So if you give out anger through your texts or your emails or your social media or your phone calls, is that what you want back? So would you just do me a favor and next time just literally take a big deep breath in, right? Give praise and love. Thank you for the breath, ladies. Uh, <laughs> right? Just just take a deep breath in and and flip the switch for me because you're you're not going to win. Anger does not win. Mean does not win. Shouty capitals do not win, right? All of those things. So Comstock on our team, who we just love, she's a delicious little kitty cat. Uh, so we have this uh, rose water spray that we hang out with here, and I'm sure we'll put it on a download or do something. I have no clue. Caitlin's looking at me like, yes, she will. It's because I love her. So she calls this spray not rose water spray. She calls it positivity spray. And before she has a hard phone call, email, text, or whatever, she, a meeting, she literally takes a big deep breath in, she sprays, and then literally tries to change her mindset and her attitude. So I highly suggest if you can't do it naturally, let's just go ahead and put some spray on. That totally works. Uh, I keep one on my desk at all times. So gratitude is my religion, is Oprah's religion. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, firmly believing it. Because here's what she said next. Greatness is determined by service. Greatness is determined by service. Think about that. And service, I think we're not thinking about it correctly. Service to me is um, someone's trying to get into your lane and instead of speeding up, you slow down and you let them in. Uh, service is opening the door for someone or waiting and holding the door for someone when someone's walking in uh, next to you or close to you, right? Instead of just like walking in. Uh, service is saying thank you, right? Appreciating the people in your life, someone that's helping you or doing something. You. Service is paying it forward, right? Like sharing a good book that you've you've just read, a podcast, or, you know, someone's going through a hard time. You bring them dinner. I, I just, I say all those examples, small, but yet very big, is that I think sometimes we're like, oh, this whole service thing, and does that mean I have to volunteer 100 hours, and what is it, right? Like, fine, that's great if that's what service is to you, but to me, service is truly goes in line with this whole better human thing, that you are not so inwardly focused that you're actually looking at the world around you and doing really good things for all these people in your life, because you're making a difference, you're making a change. So greatness is determined by service, and at the level that you do it at and how much you do it. So I firmly believe that I am here on this planet to serve all those I come in contact with and anyone else I can get my hands on people. Let's be honest, <laughs> right? Greatness is determined by service. Start small, keep going, 
I just love it. Uh, how about this one? Your life, ha ha ha, are you ready? Those are actually two of my favorite words, by the way. I talk about them quite a bit, your life. I think people forget. So could you just like underline in your head the word your, or if you're writing this down, uh, go ahead and underline your. It's no one else but yours. That's amazing news, but this is what she said, and I love it. Your life is a choice. It's not by chance. It's your choices. And if we take ownership and really, really let that sink in, life gets good because you understand that you have the power to decide where you're going, what you're doing, what's in it, who's in it. Instead of, you know, when you, when you get in the other side and you're like, no, because this has happened and this has happened and that was bad and, you know, I have, I have horrible parents and I have whatever. I can't even stand all that. Uh, you have to understand that it's not by chance, it's by choice by choice. She then kind of went into this whole philosophy and, and uh, Gail King actually shared this quote, which I thought was amazing and it's really kind of in line. If the people in your life are not happy for you, for you or your happiness, they shouldn't be in your life. Because think about that. You want people around you that make your life better, make you better, and that are on the same kind of track and path as you. And if they're not happy about you growing or learning or changing or doing big things, then they shouldn't be in your life. And remember, this kind of goes back to your life and choices, right? That's right in line with that same thing. Because, you know, she talked about operate from the philosophy the philosophy of do no harm. Do no harm. So when you wake up in the morning, I want you to audit yourself, you know, whether that's to t this morning, whether you're listening to this tonight, then tomorrow morning. And I kind of want you to go through your day and be very self-aware and say, am I doing no harm? Right? Have I yelled at someone? Have I sent a bad text? Have I flipped someone off as I was driving? Have I not said thank you to the person who just gave me coffee? Have I, like, think about it, right? Like, I seriously think we need to audit ourselves to say, let's absolutely operate from love and do no harm today. So this is my challenge to you. I want you to go out today when you actually do this exercise for me and say, one, I'm going to do no harm today. Absolutely no harm to anyone that I come across. And what I'm going to do is give out love like confetti. I'm going to sprinkle that stuff, right, just all over. Operate from do not harm and give out love. So because you got to understand, you know, my first book, Better Human, it's a full-time job because, man, is it. I'm still learning and growing, and I need all of this just as much as you do. So tomorrow, I'm going to get up in the morning and operate as do no harm and give out love like a confetti to remind myself. I try every single day. I'm going to do even better tomorrow because here's the deal. You listening to this podcast and you doing what you're doing, I love this. She said this, keep growing into who you are supposed to be. That's what we're all doing, by the way. So maybe uh, you didn't do some of these things yesterday, the day before, or last week, or last month. That's okay, because you are growing into who you were supposed to be. And you're just getting better and better, and you're going to new levels, new successes. So I'm excited for you. That's what I want you to look at, this whole podcast and everything that we're doing, is that you just keep growing into who you're supposed to be. The thing is, the things that, um, the reason maybe sometimes you're not who you're supposed to be, she kind of uh, talked about this. What holds us back is what you're holding on to. 
What holds us back is what you're holding onto. So the biggest, these two words right here, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, release and forgive. Release and forgive. So if you're holding on to anything that does not serve you and love you and fill your tank and, and right, like all those things, you need to release it and forgive it, right? They talk about um, forgiveness truly is releasing the past because in order for you to forgive something, it's something that has happened behind you right? It's already happened. You can't change it. You can't fix it. And that could be all sorts of things, right? Your decisions, people around you, decisions, your family, events. You, you, we could go on and list a million things, but you have to remember it's in the past. All you can do is look forward, right? All you can do is look forward. And the only thing you can do, forgiveness is releasing the past. You can ask, what was the message? What was I supposed to learn? What will I never do again? How will I grow from this? All those things. But in order to do that, you need to release it and forgive. Because remember, remember, as we wrap this up, remember, everything that is happening to you is also for you. Everything that has happened to you and happening to you is also for you. Look how powerful you are. That's how she ended this segment. And I thought that was so incredibly just spot on amazing. Look how powerful you are. Give yourself some street cred. Give yourself, right? Look at where you are, who you've become, who you're becoming, what you've done to me it's just amazing. Thanks for hanging with me today. I'm telling you, that Oprah chick, she's got it going on. <laughs> Very important for downloads. It's oprah.rondaconger.com. Oh, TBK coming in there hot and sideways for us. I appreciate that. I love you all. Be great. So do you want more? Do you want more? Do you want to keep getting better? Do you want to grow? Do you want to change? Do you want to have the life that you dream and imagine? Okay, here's what I want to make sure that I offer up to you. Head on over to rondaconger.com. Don't you dare put an H in that name. Don't you dare. R-O-N-D-A-C-O-N-G-E-R.com. And I hope that you'll dive into my three books. The first book I wrote was Better Human, It's a Full-Time Job, because I'm far from done. I'm a full-time job, and I want to be better. So that was my first book. The second one is Better Thinking, Think Better, Be Better. And that one's really just a fun kind of push you, my 50 quotes. There's a great story behind it. I hope that you read it. I hope that you share it with others. And then the third one that I just wrote is You Go First. Become the leader your team needs. We need you. I love that you're listening. I love that you want to grow. I hope that you go out there and get more. Thanks so much, wishing you the best day. Let's go.